T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Peskov, Josh Kligler, Bita, Brian Williams producing. You want a taco about it on a Tuesday, Josh? I, is that trademarked? I don't think you I should, should do that. Probably should stay. We should get a that. Mexican restaurant to sponsor that B Dub. Let's mm. do taco about it on Tuesday. Mm. Went to San Antonio's over the weekend in KCK. My God, such good tacos! And then we rolled across the street to El Pollo Rey, grabbed half a chicken. <laughs> Chicken is so far. It like, is, man. Half it a is. chicken. Yeah. Well, we didn't need the whole. We already, right, had you already ate once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Burroughs outplayed Pat if you don't count the player's game stats and the win. But other than that, I think he did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> nice job, 913 586 If you don't look at the game, he really outplayed yeah, him. Like going into that, that game, I think you, you were allowed to say he was playing better than And he was. I mean, he beat him three straight times, right? No question. That's over now. That argument to me has vanished, Josh, right? Like that argument is no more. You can't sit there and go, well, we're three. Yeah, but you lost the last one in like that. I mean, Pat had one leg. Pat had one leg and outranged in the sideline. Right. I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> Enough. Enough. <laughs> that won't not get old. Uh, but I, I, I think proof as well that this, I mean, this is a rival. It I is. Love it. I do too. I, I, I love this. And, and, you know, I was just kind of thinking about it yesterday as I was, you know, just kind of replaying the game and the moments and all that kind of stuff. It's the best rivalry in American professional sports right now. And the reason I say that is because, both sides have won the big game against each other. Head to head, it's one and one. Both sides can't stand each other. Both sides are evenly matched, and they both have staying power unless the Bengals owner notoriously cheap decides not to pay people like his quarterback, and he goes somewhere else. But they've got the staying power. They've just got an inflatable bubble. I mean, so that's I mean, true. But it doesn't mean he's going to spend. I'm just saying they got an inflatable bubble now to practice. Oh, I thought you meant the salary cap was the inflated no, bubble. No, 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 no. you're right. He got, he got, that's right. The got practice them, bubble. Yeah. He actually got them an inflatable bubble, right. which is a big step. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. bought the used one from the University of Cincinnati or whatever it was. <laughs> Quite possibly. Right? So Slapped a logo on it, put it back up. Called it a day. And, and so it's also the NFL, and everything in the NFL tops every other sport. So you can sit there and say, well, I think the Red Sox-Yankees is a great rivalry. It's still baseball. It's not what the NFL is. 60 million people 
roughly watch this game on Sunday afternoon. Paramount Plus had its highest uh, amount of people watching on their stream of all time of a live sporting event. So it is setting records. It is the greatest rivalry right now in American professional sports. And And I hope this rivalry continues. Like, I hope both teams continue to go out there, continue to have good regular seasons, and continue to meet in the postseason because that game was a hell of a lot of fun to watch, right? Like, if you're an outsider and you didn't have a rooting interest in that game, it was even better. But the the trash talking, even Joe Burrow said it yesterday. He goes, man, it adds fun to the game. And I am with him. If there wasn't that trash talking leading up to the game, maybe the game doesn't have as much fun and it doesn't mean as much. But those Chiefs players showed you afterwards how ticked off they were at that trash talking and how much that win meant to them. To me, that makes it a rivalry. And both sides are now having success in that rivalry. So to me, it's the greatest rivalry right now in American professional sports. Not to which I think it has some added benefit to outside of the two fan bases because... Um, both could be perceived as a bit unlikable. Yeah, you know? sure. Like, I, I don't think the Chiefs really are, but kind of. What is unlikable, though, about the Chiefs? Other than Winning. the fact they won. Winning. But the, everybody loves Mahomes and loves Kelsey Winning. and loves Andy Reid, except in Philadelphia. Winning. Yeah. I would say winning is the is the biggest one. Because, like, every heel that you've had, like, we talked about New England, Bill Belichick, nobody liked him. The Yankees, you know, it's the Yankees. No, there's going to be people that just don't like him for that. But you look at the Chiefs and you're like... I really like Patrick Mahomes. I really like Travis Kelsey. Like, there's nobody that's unlikable. There's not a villain. There's not a devil. There's not somebody that you just want to see lose with the Bengals. Winning. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. same winning for whatever reason. It's I think there's enough. I'm tired of them. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like them because they always win. Like blah, we blah, don't blah. have an Eli and then, Apple. And then the Bengals are 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 a great villain. So I think you, there's a, there's an aspect of it that's that goes beyond just Cincinnati and Kansas City that that can expand to the entire NFL universe. It's I'm tired of those Chiefs and win everything. Mm-hmm. And now they got the calls too in this last game. But I don't like the Bengals either. So I'm not rooting for the Bengals. Um, so I, I think that 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 has that has some draw for uh, for non you know dialed in right two teams fans. Yeah, I, I guess I understand the winning obviously is the is the biggest one that people are like, all right, I'm tired of this team. I'm t-. like we get tired of success real fast in professional sports. And I think it's a jealousy thing. Like I know when New England was winning, Josh, I was jealous. I wanted to be New England. I wanted to be what they had. And and it wasn't just in football. They were winning in baseball. They were winning in basketball. They were winning in hockey. They won a soccer championship. Like that region of the country was winning literally in every American professional sports and winning championships. But the Patriots were an unlikable bunch. Nobody liked Charlie Weiss. Nobody liked Bill Belichick. I think people could, you know, be both sides when it comes to Tom Brady. Some loved him. Some absolutely hated him and were jealous of him because, you know, he's been with two supermodels and is gorgeous. Um, And and so I I think you've got, you know, that kind of stuff built in. I just don't sense there's other than, you know, the success. There's just nothing to hate about this team. Like you cannot like the Chiefs and be jealous of the winning. But then you look at him, you go, damn, they're awesome dudes. I like these guys. I, I think you're overselling that. I think I think they're awesome dudes because they're your team, and everybody will look at it and go, "Yeah, yeah, maybe so." But Kelsey comes off as really arrogant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, in my yeah, team. Yeah. He's awesome. You right. know what I mean? Um, you weren't really mad at Tom Brady for deflating footballs. No, you, you weren't. really weren't. Were you really mad, mad at them for videotaping yeah, either? You're mad know. at Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they were winning. So no, I think I think the Chiefs can fall, very much fall into that that category. And the and the sick of it, I've heard it. You know, a little bit nationally that. Oh, it's three of four. I'm going, come on. Yeah, it's three of four. They earned it. What do yeah. you want? What, what, I mean, like, so what, what do you want them to do? Not, not allow them to play next year because they're too good? 
You guys are too good, so you got to sit out the well, year. Wait, what? What? Was what was that? I just got that mirror. Oh, the Bills actually requested that at the next uh, oh, owners' meetings. They'd they? like to propose that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will that be the topic on ESPN yeah. today? Like yes. trying to eliminate yes. the uh, you know the fifteen yard yeah. penalty. Like every year, the Chiefs win. We're going to just eliminate rules to make it easier for everybody else. Welcome to America in twenty twenty three. No, work harder. Something like that. Uh, Ryan Clark on NFL Live on ESPN. Speaking of the uh, the trash talking that did go down between these two teams, he thinks. He is a former defensive player. He thinks that trash talk benefits defenses more. I do not think trash talks, trash talk ever elevates what players do offensively. I do believe it affects defensive really? players. Yeah. When your game is about running, hitting, <laughs> aggression, that all helps, right? If I want to get to you more, I'm going to run faster to get there. If I want you on the ground because you've been talking, I'm going to make sure it happens. I don't know how many times in games I'd walk past a guy and they'd say something, and I'd look at him and I'd say, this may be the last game your kids ever see you play. Oh. And I absolutely meant it. And so when Dang. you hear that trash talk throughout the week, when people like Mina Kimes are accurately depicting or giving depictions of how bad you tackle, you hear it and you <laughs> change it and the Kansas City Chiefs did that last night and she is absolutely right that's a huge part to why this team wins this game have you met Mahomes and Kelsey though (laughs) yeah I know (laughs) and this offensive line yeah I do do I think it benefits the defense maybe more but I wouldn't discount uh, the the edge the offense had for the trash talking. Yeah, but you can do more. Like you, like Dick Vermeil came on at six thirty this morning. If you missed that, you can check it out on the Odyssey app and listen to what the coach had to say. We'll play a little bit of it back for you later on this hour. But one of the things he was talking about was the defense being able to play a little bit kind of nastier when you when you've got that swag a little bit more. There's more freedom on the defensive side to kind of go out there and do your thing. Offense is more, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. A defense, you get the ability to kind of move around, swim around guys, you know, punch people in the face. Like, there's kind of more freedom on the defensive side a little bit. So I understand what Ryan Clark is saying. Chiefs don't need to talk smack, though. They never needed to talk it, but they keep all the receipts, and they remember everything you say. They're, they're pretty good at they're it, They're real though. good at that, yeah. Real, real good at it as well. Um, you know, we can give you T-shirts as such. Yeah. If you'd like. Mm-hmm. Follow the link on our social media pages, or you can text in at 913-586-7610, and uh, B-Dub will send you the uh, the link. Yes, you can get the Burrowhead My Ash t-shirt, the Shut Your Mouth Jabroni t-shirt, the Brett Veachtown t-shirt, and the Casey Makes Refs Cry t-shirt. They're 20 bucks a piece. All available for you. That's right. Uh, you'll need the plus tonight to get K-State KU or just 610 Sports Radio, but we'll explain next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They play. We're not going to take it. Take your T-Bird away. We're not going to take it. Yeah, they do do that one. Yeah, which I don't understand. I've never understood. Take what? You win all the time. The game back. Oh. They get some air conditioning in there yet? Not yet, no. Uh, So 7 o'clock tonight right here on 610 Sports Radio. The band in Lawrence has not changed. They have not changed their music in 30 years. Do they still explain the... One two two three two one two one two three three two one three two. three one one three yeah that with one. a rest now, or pause in between he, you've got it down like almost automatic my man like you know how many times I watched that video yeah no but still <laughs> <laughs> it's still an epic video I mean I I think that and EcoCat are the two best university produced videos I I would say bussing in but that was a Mizzou student video still very good but if we're looking at like university produced uh, things EcoCat which lasted a hot minute. And then that Which I didn't understand. Video. I didn't understand why EcoCat went away so fast. It was just trying well, to change I, out yeah. light bulbs. I mean, I mean, it wasn't a big deal, I didn't was, think. It was a little ridiculous. I mean, EcoCat. I mean, I don't know. Hi, my name's Matt, a drum major for the Marching Jayhawks. And I've asked a few of my marching band buddies to help teach you the clap sequence to the KU fight song, I'm a Jayhawk. Exactly what I'm the looking for on the internet. The clap sequence is simply a pattern of threes, ones, and a four. The clap sequence first appears about 30 seconds into the fight mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Oh. Remember that we are a response to what the band plays, uh, not, not with them. Not with the them. first right. segment yeah. goes like this. 3-3, three, 1-1-3, three, one, oh. one, three, with a rest wolf, or empty count before each. It sounds like this. Ready, set, rest 1-2-3, rest 1-2-3, rest 1, rest 1, rest 1-2-3. Great. Now, speak the words with me as oh, I clap. Oh, I can't clap. Speak Ready, the words. set. Rest one, two, three. Rest, rest one, two, three. Rest one, two, three. Rest one, rest one, rest one, two, three. Now, let's clap that together. Okay. Oh, wow. Ready, set. Rest one, two, three. Rest one, two, three. Rest one, rest one, rest one, two, three. Cool. Now, let's add the band. Oh, no. Oh, the Not band. the band. No way. And one more time. No, one more. And one. And that's all there is to it. You'll hear the fight song after the rock chalk chant whenever Jayhawks gather. So always be ready to put your <laughs> hands together. Whenever Jayhawks rock gather. Chalk. I'm going over to my friend Paul's to watch the Super Bowl. He's a Jayhawk. Will we do that? Well, if you're gathering. <laughs> you're gathering. Say, why do I have that down? Because that video is so tremendous. So it, it is so good. It is glorious. They tried to bury that one too. Oh yes, they Much did. Much like Ego Cat yeah. uh, on the other side, they tried to bury yeah, that yeah. K- K- clap video. But no, I still got it. Oh yeah, put that on a flash drive, Heck please. Yes. Make sure that never, ever, ever, Heck ever yes. gets lost. So I want to know: is this still a is this still a thing? Tonight's game's on the plus. 
Yeah, the game is on the plus. It's on the ESPN plus. Is that still an issue for people? I think it is. I've heard from certain individuals, Billy Coons being one that is not happy that the game is on ESPN plus. But here, here's the here's the deal with that. KU fans, instead of getting mad about that, or K State fans getting mad about that, you should look at that as something that's pretty powerful. That ESPN is looking at KU and K State tonight, saying. Well, we got to get people to subscribe to this app, but they're nobody's, using you y- for subscribers. Yeah, yeah. Be- because they know you guys are going to watch, right? Like they they're not going to put Hofstra v Marist up there, and you know, put well, that they are. Up. But uh, they yeah. are, but, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're not doing that to try to grab subscribers. They're not pulling that one off ESPN or ESPN two, right? That one wasn't going to be on ESPN or ESPN two. No. It's a great platform for a bunch of stuff that's not going to make it. That gives I love you, it, man. Gives you a platform. You can watch any team in the country, basically. Yeah, obviously. it's it's great. It's got all my NHL games it's on great. there. It's phenomenal. It's it's a great, great, great app. Like so, that's why I'm saying, like, just buy the app. It's not a big and then, deal. And then you remember. Back in the day, they used to use KU to, to yep. sell ESPNU. How many times did you cancel television service after the game because you didn't want to pay for ESPNU yeah. when it was all set? Yeah, for a while, when they let you just dump up and down your, your cable packages, yeah. you got the spent the extra three bucks on the U right. when there was a game on there you wanted to watch, and then you dumped out dumped of it. it. Yeah. Um, but they've been doing this for years with KU you, because they know fans are going to buy this pretty stuff. much do the same. It's cheaper than paper. It's way cheaper than those pay-per-view games ever were, right? Oh, God, yes. You know, it's a, I'm, not, I'm not hawking their their thing. You listen to it free right here on 610 Sports Radio tonight. Right. It's fine. Um, but also, it, it it feels like if you're a sports fan, it's so widely available now that if you're using it because you're a sports fan, it's part of your... Mm-hmm. vernacular almost it really is so. yeah so th- that that case you know like if, if you are a sports fan and you want to watch your games i mean there's just certain hoops you have to jump through and it's still cheaper than buying a ticket to any kind of game yeah no i saw some i saw some people that were upset they're like almost like offended that this was taken off <laughs> this no, was, the reason they're doing this it is because they know espn yeah. or espn2 tonight and placing it on the plus and this was an insult i right. mean no nah, not really Hey, no, it's not. An, this is a this is a a uh, a compliment to KU and K State fan bases that they know these teams are so good. They're trying to sell subscriptions to this app. Well, we're going to use it and we're going to promote two great teams playing what should be a really good basketball game tonight. KU by thirty. I mean, you've seen this before. I yeah. don't know why. <laughs> it... Here comes the late January, early February portion of the KU yes. script, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. Everybody's right there. People are questioning Kansas. They're going to win the league by two games. I mean, it's like I've seen this act before. Yeah, got right at Kentucky, ended right. the ended this the, the, the losing, losing streak, streak or whatever. Hey, yep. state revenge game tonight a, in Allen Field. A good house. game the first time, but now it's a revenge game. Crowd's going to be juiced. Yeah. Well, I've seen it before. They're going to play that song at the beginning. People will throw newspaper. Then the game will start and we'll leave. Yeah. Um, but it it it's a it's no, a if all goes well. You can bail at the four minute timeout. Four minute timeout. That's right. Yeah. But no, it's it, it, it also also. Hi, my name's Matt, a drum major for the Marching Jayhawks. No, no, it's sorry, it's, Matt. It, it's a compliment. It just is. It's a great compliment. The fact that they're using our two state universities to promote people getting the app because they know people cool. will. Now let's add the band. I'm going to put Baylor and, and Texas one. on there. So you're gathering. Remember, do that tonight. That's right. Do that We're tonight. All Jayhawk and fans listen to the game right here on 610 Sports yeah. Radio. Uh, Andy Reid gets uh, big-time credit, in my book anyway, for, for sticking with Sky Moore. 
That was an interesting move the other day, right? I know that there was a little desperation involved, but I felt like another example of if you don't give your guys a chance and have their back, Mm -hmm. they will not be able to step up and perform in those situations. Right. Sky Moore had every reason to be in the tank about his punt return skills. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, God, yes. Like, how could you not? And maybe in the back of his mind thought, I may be working on this in practice, but that's never going to happen in a game again. Mm-hmm. And, oh, here it goes did. here goes three punt returners gone. Anybody else? And you're the fourth option. Yeah. But if your coach doesn't have your back really along the entire way, how are you supposed to perform and come up with one of the biggest plays of the game? I mean, it was a huge play in the game. If he doesn't get that punt return, we're definitely going to overtime, right? I mean, I think that's kind of the writing on the wall. He he returned that thing roughly to midfield and put them in position where they really only needed one big play and a stupid penalty to uh, to give themselves an opportunity to be in field goal range. Sky Moore set the table for that. And if your coach doesn't believe in you and your coach doesn't continue to support you and, and sticks you into the doghouse, well, then you're not ready to go in those moments. And Sky Moore rewarded Andy Reid. He really did by going out there and performing the way that he did. And he showed Andy that, you know what? You had all this faith in me. I'm going to reward you. I'm going to take care of business. I'm going to give you a big return. I'm not going to fumble either. And he went out there and he did it. And that's why Andy Reid gets his players to buy in. And that's why guys love playing for Andy Reid is because he believes in them until it's too late. You know, he's not going to overbelieve, but he believes in you if you got talent and gives you those opportunities. And he understands everybody's human. People are going to make mistakes. It happens every single day of the year for every single person. And you get an opportunity to atone from your mistakes. I mean, some coaches would just get rid of you, man, and never go to you again. And then you ruin somebody's career. We're going to need Sky more later in the year is what he's thinking to himself. Yeah. And boy, did we. There, there's a time and a place where uh, you go through training camp and you watch the guys return these punts. Every day you watch them before practice return these punts. And you go, man, this kid has a lot of talent. He just hasn't done it a lot. And, and then if they – if there's failure mixed in with that, you hope you can take a step back to take two steps forward. And that's kind of where we were with Sky. We just felt like, listen, if he can just get back and, and maybe have some success doing other things as a receiver, that um, maybe we can come back to this and his confidence level will be up and, um, and, and we go. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's what happened. And, with this and with the injuries that took place here he is and and a clutch time and came up with a clutch play I mean, that between that and Bucker's kick I mean you, you know arguably two of the uh really redemption stories that that you, you guys get into and as coaches we 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 appreciate you know so it's it's um it was quite a deal to watch he might have to return punts in the Super Bowl I don't yeah, know he may he might Yep. They got him back on the horse. He didn't see it was coming. You know, yeah. injuries factored in, but he took an opportunity to make a play. He did. Like, and great he was job, great Sky at Moore, it. and great job by the, the coaching staff to make sure everybody's ready and confident and they have the uh, the ability to, to go out there and know that, hey, my coach has got my back. Look, Josh, it, the credit goes to everybody in this, too, because it would have been very easy for Sky to go into hiding, right? It would have been very e- easy for Andy Reid to allow him to go into hiding and never 
you know, really deal with him and never talk to him and be that guy in the hallway that he just looks at and goes, how long, how long we got to deal with this guy, right? Like, so Andy Reid, Sky Moore, Dave Tobe, everybody involved to keep that guy ready to go and keep his mind ready to go. What a, what a great job by them because at the end of the day, you count on everybody to win a game. They say that, right? They say that all the time, and we literally saw it on Sunday afternoon, and we're probably going to see it next week in Phoenix too. Hopefully you get one of those guys back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the one from Sky Moore. Yeah. Like I don't know if I'm ready to see it right. each and every day. Uh a Chiefs big time gamble has paid off. I'm not even talking about the wide receiver. Next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every Monday at 2.15 for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. note about the plus are we at a discotheque that's right you're supposed to be having, bobbing your head back and forth that's right the butabi brothers yeah right? that's right ain't man. that the same song roxbury yeah same um, song right another thing about the plus if you're like oh my gosh starting the plus can't believe john chomby j billis sounds like it's sounds like a one crew sounds like a regular old tv team right <laughs> it's the new way man well, how come people don't complain about streaming baseball people want to stream baseball right people have been begging to yeah, stream royals games baseball, right yeah uh, KUK stayed on the plus. Oh my God, I don't want to stream. You literally were begging to stream baseball yesterday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I guess I just don't understand. And it's not like you're there sending you somewhere foreign. Yeah. Like you're not going to go to Paramount Plus or right. something. Right. No. You're going to ESPN, ESPN Plus. ESPN yeah. plus. I, think I, I, I just, I don't think it's as bad as. It was with the U back in the day. I think people are kind of into that mindset now where I've pulled the cord anyway. So, you know, the cord cutting is happening faster than anybody ever predicted, too. And so how many people are still locked in? I mean, as soon as the Super Bowl is over, I'm out on DirecTV. I'm done with that payment. They haven't settled on a home yet, though, right? Yes, they did. Who is it? Yeah, YouTube. YouTube. Oh, YouTube. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. We still don't know. Got to pay that tier price yeah, and your premiere yeah, price, yeah, and it's like 60 That's right. some. That's why I didn't remember, because so I'm like, eh, I don't yeah. Know. It's I'm YouTube, gonna, yeah. You're going to find it there or not. Well, Apple wanted to do it in a way that would have been beneficial to everybody except maybe the NFL. I don't yeah, know. I guess. I guess. I don't get to, yeah. I, I guess I'd do it for the replays, if, if anything, but. Do what for the replays? Because I don't, I'm. At the stadium, or yeah, whatever. right. No, it doesn't benefit you. I don't get to see enough of the other games most yeah. of the time, anyway. No, no, it, it, it doesn't benefit you at all. But no, I mean, I'm done paying that cable bill. So the more that can be on the stream for me, the better. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to give another kudos if I can to the uh, to the Chiefs. Big gamble paid off this this off season. It very well could have backfired, and here they are. 
and not even talking about the wide receiver. Like not even the not even talking about the wide receiver. Which one? Being as green as they went into the season being at defensive back. Mm-hmm. And now here they are. Everybody kept saying we got to add a veteran corner, veteran corner, Could've veteran corner. Very easily brought in a free agent to hold the fort at corner. Right? And you know we're going to hear the same talk going into this coming offseason. They're going to need an edge rusher. They're going to need a corner. <laughs> you know, the same stuff, yeah, right? veteran corner and an edge rusher, sure. Yeah, they probably don't. Probably not. But they didn't, and it all worked out. Now, I think it worked out better than they could have anticipated, thanks in part to Trent McDuffie's injury. Yeah. <laughs> Because it got you a lot of snaps for Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams that might not have been there. You're absolutely right. And you could say maybe even to a certain extent, Sneed being nicked a few times has helped that as well. Joshua Williams played, what, 89% of the snaps? 89% in of the No, all season. No, no it wasn't all season. It wasn't all season? No, oh. it's just in, in the last game. I thought it said um, all season. Yeah. Uh, because, I don't know, you, you had to, right? So you got all this experience uh, based on a little bit injuries. And that helped, but however you got it, you got a bunch of experience for these for these rookies. And you look back and you go, Yeah, I was probably in the camp of boy, they're gonna they're gonna really go out there with all these pups at corner and make this thing work. Sure. And the answer is yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a young man's league. You know, it's a young man's league and it's a it's it's a league where you need to have speed and, and you got young corners that have speed. I mean, it's everything that you want to go against, you know, these wide receivers now in the NFL. There isn't a wide receiver out there that you look at and go, Boy, he's like a Phil McConkey or a Chris Collinsworth or, you know, some slow guy out there. Steve Largent, whoever the case may be, you 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 got speed now at wide receiver. Every wide receiver in this league can flat out run. The game has changed so much. So you need defensive backs to match up with those wide receivers. You need young, fast, strong, athletic, tall defensive backs. And the Chiefs went out there and did that, man. They were great. Andy Reid on the young pups. I remember talking to the guys about uh, Bill Walsh and when he had that group of rookies in the secondary, the Ronnie Lott group, and um, they were all rookies and they end up going to the Super Bowl and I mean, it seems like a long time ago that yeah, it was. I mentioned that to the guys and uh, to our coaches, at least. And and um, I mean, here we sit. So uh, I, obviously there was a, there was a concern, but there was an optimism there, too, that it can be done. And uh, then the kids just their work ethic. They showed us this in training camp. They showed it all the way through the season. They weren't if they got beat, they came back and fought back to. I mean, you look at Williams, uh, I mean, the PIs that he had early that uh, put us in a bad position. All of a sudden, he comes up with an interception in the championship game uh, with a de- deflection from Cook. I mean, I mean, uh, it's it's crazy how those things work. But the, the kids stepped up. They didn't lose their confidence. David's done a great job with them and real tribute to them. So I, I was optimistic, but you don't know how that journey is going to go. But here we sit in there. They sure did a nice job. <laughs> There's even a quick like I, I thought it was gonna work. I was hoping it was gonna work. I didn't know. It's kind of optimistic, and then look how it's worked. Right. <laughs> I, I think what we're looking at right now, though, is a guy who had to go back to Bill Walsh to find an example of when this last worked. So <laughs> what you're looking at is something that doesn't happen a lot. It's like I shared it with them. Well, at least the coaches anyway. I'm like, good, good. Just good. the coaches because nobody else knows no, who those, those people are. No, those, <laughs> those players. <laughs> Bill who Ronnie, what? Yeah. I don't know any of them. Right. So Google them. Right. So uh, yeah, I'm glad he shared it with the coaches, but 
you, the players have no idea who any of those guys are, but that's how far you had to go back, Josh. Isn't that amazing that he's like, all right, this is this is the hand we're dealt. And so Andy goes, all right, this is the hand we're dealt. And I'm sure there were some coaches on the defensive side going, you're not going to give me at least one guy that, you know, has you know played in this league before. And they're like, no, this is what we got. And so Andy, being the excellent leader that he is, went and said, all right, when was the last time we had some of these young guys play? Found the example of that and then related to that coaches. Hey, if Bill Walsh could do this back in the day with a bunch of unknowns, so could you. Get out there and do it. Take care of business. And the guys are like, all right, Bill Walsh did it. Let's go. And they did it. I, I think part of that was to show his coaches as well that, yeah, it's been done in the past. Yeah. Nobody remembers when, but here, here's the, you know, the example. <laughs> that coach, that was 40 years ago. These games are in black yeah. and white. Or or, or, or somebody said, uh, he said, yeah, this has been done before. And they and then the, the Bob of the group said, yeah, when? Yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, uh, Bill Walsh did it. Well, I just hate <laughs> no, when people say, like, people do this or people, yeah. okay, give me an example. People. Yeah. 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 Give me, give me, give me the example. Are, right. Always our joke. Uh, Dick Vermeil joined us earlier in the show, of course, Hall of Fame head coach, coached both the Eagles and the uh, the Chiefs. And we asked him if he thought this was going to be a big game for one Andy Reid facing his former team. Andy Reid has always been able to do better than most coaches is keep everything in proper perspective. Nobody's going to outcoach Andy Reid. Nobody. Okay. <laughs> Nobody. First off, he's got he's got the wisdom of how many championship games behind him already. So, uh, you know, it's going to come down, as you know, to two teams playing well and utilizing the preparation over these last two weeks. And then also falling back on what they've done well all season to get there. You know, you can't reinvent the game in two weeks. Ramil also said that for him, Andy's like the best at, at doing this too. The mm-hmm. Getting rid of all the outside stuff, making about just a singular game. He's like, he's like, nobody's been better at that. He even said, he was like, I'm not as good. I wasn't as good at it. I wasn't as he good is. at it. No. And, and it's crazy here. Like I love talking to coach Ramil because he's so honest with, you know, where he was and what he was doing. He's a Hall of Fame coach, but even he looks at Andy Reid and goes, I wasn't doing any of that. I mean, this guy, like, he he talked to us about Andy having these trick plays and things and actually running them, whereas he would have chick, uh, trick plays and they would chicken out. <laughs> and he literally said that. We chickened out in games and didn't run the trick play. Andy's out there doing those type of things. Also, Coach Ramil's, I think, on our side about uh, changing too much. The, the big uh, early in this week outrage is the a uh, 15-yard unnecessary roughness penalty mm-hmm. that occurred as Patrick Mahomes was running out of bounds on Joseph Asai, right? right? right. Now we need to change the rules. We need to actually have different levels of roughness. And we'll get to that in a second. Five and 15 yards. Dick Vermeil says, uh-uh. We have fooled around with the rules enough in this game. Just leave them alone. Let them play. Yeah. There yeah. it is. Yeah. Let them play. That's right. Because the nonsense that now we need to and this was in multiple places. We need to have a lesser penalty mm-hmm. for an instance that happened along the sidelines with Patrick Mahomes. I right. would say, no, we do not. No, we don't. I think we need to protect our quarterbacks. They're the bell cows. That was a definite foul. And mm-hmm. I don't want it in the hands of officials to be able to determine whether or not it's a, a five yard penalty versus a, a 15 yard penalty and the egregiousness of the, of the of, of the roughness, I don't I don't want that in their hands. Right. It's just fi- it's fifteen. We all know the rules. We're all playing by them. That was a that was a penalty. 
You got to live with it. I'm just tired of changing the rules every time we win for somebody. Buffalo cried like babies last year. Now the Bengals are crying like babies this year. We're going to change rules. No, you got to get better. Like we, this is society in a nutshell. We'll just change all the rules. So everybody has a, everybody's fair and equal and opportunities are right there for everybody. Let's not worry about hard work anymore. No, you work harder. You prepare better. You execute better. You win. We're not here changing the rules because the chiefs continue to win. That's so stupid. We changed a rule last year. We changed overtime because the Chiefs won a game. Now we want to change a rule because the Chiefs run a game, won a game and we're willing to put it in the hands of the officials? By God, have you watched these guys lately? I don't know why you'd want to give the officials any more. <laughs> why do you want to give the officials anything that, else? That, that seems more baffling. Like, let's leave it in their hands to determine whether or not, I don't know, it's egregious enough for 15 or if it's just a five. Now, how about we not? What that, happened, sounds, that sounds terrible. What happened then to just we'll being argue, better? We'll argue about that all the time. I mean, and I don't like what is a catch. No, I hate that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want any more of those type situations. You'd be just creating that. Oh, no, that's a five. No, that's a 15. No, they're all 15. Sorry. Right. Don't hit the quarterback late. Don't don't hit the quarterback late. Don't hit the quarterback out of bounds. Right. Do all, all those things. Not happening. I mean, that 15. That tough. quarterback was over the white stripe. He was well out of bounds. Like, he was in North Kansas City by the time that guy came in and hit him. And then we got people out here on ESPN wanting to change rules. Joseph Osai was one second too late for the biggest play of his life. And to Frank's point, I just really don't know what more he could have done there. He's going full speed at Patrick Mahomes, whose foot is about 15% out of bounds at that point. Wrong. And if you don't, if he pulls up, then Patrick Mahomes can tuck tuck and you know run a few more yards Wrong. pick he up was the first down out of and, bounds. and some like he was kind of SOL at that point to be quite honest with you and to add injury to insult you saw him hurt his knee there he said to the reporters after the game that he's going to have to get an MRI today it's just unfair and that's not the play that they lost the game on there were plenty more moments for the Cincinnati Bengals that we can lay blame on more than the Joseph Osai unnecessary roughness play I think we need to take a look at the unnecessary roughness rule as a whole that should not be a 15-yard penalty that was on Around the Horn, Courtney Cronin, uh, ESPN's NFL Nation. Because that's what we need, the referees determining more things that are arbitrary. And they were given her points for that? I heard the points start yeah. to rack up on that show. That's what, that's what they do. Um, no. No, I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't want the officials getting <laughs> to determine the egregiousness of a play. That was a, that's a 15-yard penalty. We know that. He hit him out of bounds. Don't give me this 15% either because that's, that's the problem that, that also comes up when then you're talking about officials. Maybe one official says, oh, I think Mahomes was 15% out of bounds. Right. But he wasn't. He was, Like I said, he was I, in North I, Kansas I, I, City. I would say Jefferson's the, eating wings. Another official says, no, he was 75% out of bounds. Was he out of bounds at all? Yes. Okay. He was out of bounds. He got hit. It's I a penalty. I, I, I don't get it. I, I just don't understand. That was a very simple penalty to me. Inopportune time, that's not. Yeah, on, that's, that's not the league's fault. That's not the team's fault. That's not the rule's fault. That's your fault. Last play of the game, don't blow up the quarterback out of bounds. And the hole, he was 15% out of bounds. She clearly didn't watch that play. I hate to say it. You didn't watch the play. Go back and watch the play, especially the one from behind. You could see he's clearly out of bounds. He was angling out of bounds. There was no chance on God's green earth that Patrick Mahomes was going to tuck that ball and run it. By the way, he had one bad leg. So 15% out of bounds, that's five yards? I'm, I'm confused. Uh, yeah, and again, I, don't, I don't want what, any of that. What you think is, is a five-yard <laughs> penalty, I may think is a 15-yard penalty. And I don't want penalties on roughing the passer to ever be five yards because as a defensive coordinator, I tell my guys to go hit the crap out of him and take the five-yard penalty. 
And that's what you'll start to see happening. You talk about Bounty Gate back in the day, right? Right? Bounty mm-hmm. Gate? You want to talk about Bounty Gate? This will be Bounty Gate if as well. If you make it. Hey, it's only five yards and not a first down. Go hit his ass. Five yards, I'd go try it. Why wouldn't I? Right. She says, well, there's the risk of injury. Yeah, the quarterback. No. To the quarterback. <laughs> we'll find another linebacker. We'll find, well, you, you have just as much an, an opportunity to get injured as the guy getting hit. Right. As the guy that's leveling the hit. Don't do it. Don't do you it. You wouldn't get hurt. Don't do it. I, I just, I don't understand why we're sitting here having this conversation on a Monday or Tuesday. It's been after. happening all over the NFL. It's amazing. Well, I'm it's, like, it's, this is the dumbest thing ever. I mean, it is stupid. Well, he wasn't all the way. He was clearly out of bounds. He was across the white stripe, which is three yards wide, whatever it is. He was almost sitting on the bench. He was at cinder block. Having a playoff Pilsner, like, that guy was so far out of bounds. And, yeah, the game moves fast, but you know what? you got to control yourself. Like, all of a sudden, there's no personal responsibility because the guy was moving fast. No, you got to find a way to peel off. If you're running that fast, angle yourself back outwards. I mean, I just, like, hearing her explain that just makes my mind boggle. It makes me want to go, what? He was only 15% out yeah. of bounds. And then there's a story I read in, in uh, at SI.com where, yeah, the <sighs> the uh, the writer suggested that we place it in the hands of the officials to determine the severity of said foul. Mm-hmm. Had it been a five-yard penalty, it wouldn't have been as big a deal for them. The field goal, the 15 made it a, a, a make much more makeable field goal. Mm-hmm. If some well, nuts then, okay. were candy and nuts, we'd all have a don't, good Christmas. Don't commit the penalty, which puts them in that position. There's something about an aunt and an uncle, too. Yeah. I don't... Nor give the officials the the power to do that. Right. I don't what want... are we doing now? Well, that's a five-yard penalty. No, it's a 15-yard No, it's a five And then they're fighting with each other over how many and yards. And we're all fighting and amongst we're all one fighting, another. And it makes it dumb. worse to do something dumb, like dumb, that. Dumb, You're dumb. asking for more scrutiny of the, of the referees, which are already under heightened security or uh, scrutiny. The, um, the the whole thing yesterday, too, where, you know, I've, I've been talking about the script for a good decade now, right, with the NFL. My tinfoil hat's been on for 10 years. But it seemed like everybody was throwing their tinfoil hat on yesterday, and it was trending about the NFL being fixed and rigged, you know? Hashtag NFL rigged, I yeah, believe, was, was going, was going was around it. yesterday. <laughs> every, 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 but everybody was talking about it, too. ESPN was talking about it. Rich Eisen was talking about it. Like, everybody was discussing it. And the fact that it has to be out there for people to discuss needs to be a wake-up call as well for the NFL. This isn't Bob Fesco on the radio anymore saying this stuff. Now the whole country is talking about this, right? So the NFL needs to wake up and figure things out. They do have an officiating problem in the NFL, but the reason Carl Cheffers is doing the Super Bowl is because so many referees retired and walked away that because of seniority, he's like one of two that could ref the Super Bowl. Give my next great idea. Tinfoil hats with NFL logos on it. You'd sell those. Get that marketed. If you missed any of the show today, our conversation with uh, Dick Vermeil, the Hall of Fame head coach, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, Chiefs color analyst Dana Hughes. You can also find out at uh, 820, 830, and 840 the little contest we're playing. If you're a chance to win a $500 high V gift card, we'll do it again tomorrow at 820. You just have to know a bunch about the show. If you missed the first edition of that, you need to check it out. 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for free. That'll do it for us. Cody and Gold are next here on 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.